Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar. We've been going through the Old Testament, seeing how Jesus and his gospel factors into every story. If you've missed any of them, search through the podcast or vlog for the studies on the books of Genesis through Ruth. As we continue God's story, which is really our story, I am changing how we go through the bulk of the rest of the Old Testament. If you read the Bible from cover to cover, the historical books get a bit confusing as the timeline isn't straight. My goal is to, as for the next studies, is to do them in historical sequence. So we'll bounce around the Old Testament, but the stories will make better sense. Jesus is the hero of the entire Bible, and we'll find him everywhere as we go along. Um, you'll also see how the Old Testament sets us up for the New Testament. And I've covered most of the New Testament, and you can find those studies along with podcast playlists on my blog. I pray that as you hear this message, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart and eyes and mind to understand what his spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Let's dig in. Ecclesiastes 11. Enjoy life. But beware, the judgment day of God is coming. As we're winding down the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon tells us to enjoy life, but be wise about it. It's advice for both young and old. Let's dig in. Ecclesiastes 11. Send your grain across the seas, and in time, profits will flow back to you. But divide your investments among many places, for you do not know what risks may lie ahead. When clouds are heavy, the rains come down. Whether a tree falls north or south, it stays where it falls. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. Just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in its mother's womb, so you cannot understand the activity of God who does all things. Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon, for you don't know if profit will come from one activity or another, or maybe both. Advice for young and old. Light is sweet, how pleasant to see a new day dawning. When people live to be very old, let them rejoice in every day of life. But let them also remember there will be many dark days. Everything still to come is meaningless. Young people, it's wonderful to be young. Enjoy every minute of it. Do everything you want to do. Take it all in. But remember that you must give an account to God for everything you do. So refuse to worry and keep your body healthy. But remember that youth with a whole life before you is meaningless. So here are the points to ponder. So first we have some basic financial advice and it's sound financial advice. Investments take time, so be patient. There's always a risk and diversify. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Plant seeds, wise investments. Well, that's what I'm doing with this blog and podcast. 
planting seeds for the kingdom of God. I began this daily endeavor on January 1st, 2020. I had no idea what would happen that year, aka the pandemic. I just knew that God wanted me to use my knowledge, talents, and marketing skills to promote his good news to everyone who needs to hear it. I didn't know who would find it. My purpose was to have this website and podcast to be a resource for anyone searching for the true gospel of Jesus Christ. But here are some statistics. In 2020, the blog had over 5,000 visitors who viewed close to 10,000 pages from 124 countries around the world. So far in 2021, as of today, the blog has had 13,000 visitors with over 22,000 page views. And the podcast just hit 12,000 plays. And I pray for the over 600 people who viewed the How to Invite Jesus into Your Heart page. Lord, please guide them to get closer to you each day. Let them stand firm in your salvation and let them be salt and light to the lost wherever they are. And that they be planting seeds and harvesting and doing your work in anticipation of your soon return for us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And here's a parable from Jesus, from the Gospel of Matthew. And Jesus told us what to do and what would happen when we sowed seeds in one of his parables, we're in um, Matthew 9, starting in uh, verse 3, or I'm sorry, Matthew 13. Yes, Matthew 13. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across his field, some seeds fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plants soon wilted under the hot sun, and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender, tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, even 100 times as much as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. His disciples came and asked him, why do you use parables when you talk to the people? And he replied, you are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given and they will have an abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have, will be taken away from them. That is why I use these parables. For they look, but they really don't see. They hear, but they really, they don't really listen or understand. And this fulfills the prophet, prophecy of Isaiah that says, when you hear what I say, you will not understand. When you see what I do, you will not comprehend. For the hearts of these people are hardened and their ears cannot hear and they have closed eyes so they cannot see, and their ears cannot hear, and their hearts cannot understand, and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. And that's Isaiah 6, 9 through 10. But blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. I tell you the truth, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, 
but they didn't see it. And they longed to hear what you hear, but they didn't hear it. Now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems and are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but are too quickly, but all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth, so no fruit is produced. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as had been planted. Again, that was Matthew 13, verses 3 through 23. So which soil are you? So here are a few more thoughts on Ecclesiastes 11. At the end, he tells us the light is sweet and a new day is dawning. That may just be a bit prophetic as John called Jesus the light of the world. There will be many dark days and Jesus told us that in this world we would have trouble, but that he overcame the world. Thus we, when we become his born again followers, we too become overcomers. And he says, don't worry. And so did Jesus. Solomon tells the young people to enjoy life, but be careful because we all, believers and non-believers, we all will have to stand in front of him, Jesus, the king, in judgment. A few years ago, Las Vegas Tourism put out a commercial depicting a man who had died and was standing at the pearly gates in front of a man who I guess is St. Peter. Peter opens this guy's book of life and find some blank pages. All the other pages were a chronicle of his life. He notes the blank pages and says there are some weekends missing. The guy shrugs and then you see the, the tagline, what happens here stays here. Well, well, you know, what, stays, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And you can click on over to my blog and watch the video. It's got a couple of different clips of it, a shorter one and a longer one. It's a great advertisement. It's well done. It's catchy, but it's so not true. It is a lie. And it is written in Hebrews 4.13, nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. And he is the one to whom we are accountable. A sin is a sin is a sin, no matter what it is. God saw it, sees it and we'll see it. And you can try confessing to a priest as many times as you want, and it will do absolutely nothing. Only Jesus can forgive your sins through his blood shed on the cross is how we are washed clean and purified. Through his resurrection is how we are guaranteed a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven. Folks, purgatory doesn't exist. It was an invention of the Catholic Church centuries ago to scam people so they could build St. Peter's Basilica. And if you don't believe me, click on over to my blog and, and click on the click on the links there. I've done the research on that. And I and I got the, the proof 
of who started this, who invented it. It was It's an invention. It doesn't exist. Don't be fooled. Salvation is only through Jesus. So what are you waiting for? So if you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit in a one-way, nonstop, take it to heaven after you die, and that you won't be left behind at the rapture, which can happen in any moment. All you have to do is believe, have faith that Jesus is the Christ and he died taking your sins away forever and that he rose from the dead three days later. Repent of your sins. That is stop sinning. No more Las Vegas weekends. Do a complete 180 degree turn in your life. Surrender your life to him. Be baptized. Show the world and yourself that you have died to your old life and are born again in Christ. Receive the Holy Spirit in your heart. Invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift and confident hope of eternal life. And in, in the bottom of my blog, I've embedded Trading My Sorrows. Great, great worship song. Because that, that's what we're doing. We invite Jesus into our lives and surrender our lives to him. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious, and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it. And then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.